This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock bands on Freeza Geese. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreaks, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jaginiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode where we went through two solo Bela shows from Benton, Michigan on October 16th and 17th at Livery Brewery. It's a tough one to say as part of their annual Funk Fest. We also got into Umphrey's stop at Halloween on October 28th. Brendan and Jake at the Cubby Bear in Chicago on November 4th, and Shitty Limo at Kenny's Westside Pub in Peoria, Illinois on November 5th. There is a link in the show notes where you can check that out if you'd like. A quick announcement, Summer Camp Music Festival has released its 2022 lineup. Of course, the usual suspects, Mo and Umphreys, will be there. Also joining the bill this year, the Smashing Pumpkins, Little Feet performing the album Waiting for Columbus in its entirety, J-Rad, Bone Thugs and Harmony, and seriously, just a shit ton of other bands. I mean, summer camp is always a stacked lineup for sure. Tickets are now available for that, summercampmusicfestival.com for more info or check out the link in the show notes. Before we get into this week's episode, in case you missed the announcement, the email maybe you got, the winter edition of Crooked Conversations is now available for order. Those will be hitting emails very soon and mailboxes soon after that. So if you've not snagged yours or did not get one through the pre-order, head to datcmediacompany.com. This is a very stacked issue. There's going to be a feature about Umbol, um, holidays, two Umfreak spotlights, two submissions from the much obliged sober community, all of the fall tour set lists, news, updates, so much more coming in at almost 30 full color pages. It's crazy how much content there is. Um, This winter edition is just stuffed full of Umphrey's nerdiness for you. I'm so excited to unleash this beast on the world. It's been quite an issue to work on for sure. Um, But datcmediacompany.com to snag your print or digital version and also link in the show notes if you need it. This week on the show, we're going to dive into Fall Tour 2021. First up, the 11-11 show at the Truman in Kansas City, and then two nights at the pageant in St. Louis on November 12th and 13th. The final of those two nights also happened to be Ryan Stasek's 45th birthday party. 
First up on the band's fall tour 2021, they would hit up the Truman the first time they would play this converted old car dealership, usually hitting up the Crossroads KC when they're in town. The band has not played in Kansas City since October 4th, 2018. Getting the evening started with Bad Friday, taking this one for a nice cruise to get everything nice and warmed up. The Lanier next, a very early in the set personal 2021 Hall of Fame contender. A link for my ever-evolving playlist on Nugs can be found in the show notes. I feel like the Lanier is just always like a hidden powerhouse. I don't know. This one would aggressively charge off about five minutes, getting comfortable and finding that right spot about a minute later. Rounding the corner about 10 and a half and consuming everything in its path as it surveys the area, bursting fully open and resonating energy out a few minutes later. Like I said, that one I did put on my list, one that I just know I'm going to want to come back to later for sure. Switching gears with Anchor Drops next, followed by an intentions clear that I kind of want to label as a hidden gem because personally like being tucked where it is on the set list if I were to look at this show on nugs I might like dismiss this intentions clear at a glance like I would own that I think that I probably would and this turns out to be one of those don't judge a book by its cover instances it really is It starts to ocularly survey the next course of action slightly after five minutes, heading off full of confidence and Stasic keeping things nice and funky as we continue to dance on, taking a little breather before fully erupting, wandering off one more time, dabbling and fully succumbing to a LaGrange by ZZ Top Jam on its way out the door pivoting and walking very nicely into turn and dub, which I love turn and run anyways, but turn and dub is definitely uh, up there as one of my favorites. But for sure, give that intentions clear a spin if you haven't. Um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by that one. Cut the Cable would close out the first set in Kansas City, and the second set would open with a 40s theme that nerdingly comes in with a timestamp on Nugs of 13.48. So just wanted to pass that useless bit of information your way. <laughs> uh, Jaconin, I'm just going to always forever say that wrong. I think about it every time I say it, and then I hear somebody else say it. And I'm like, I'm going to say it right the next time I say it, and I don't. So I don't know what to say. Sondering along and enjoying a very nice gleeful dance around the neighborhood beginning to dissipate into space. And I just kind of feel like visually, I when we're in this little part of the jam, kind of felt like it tethered itself to a star and just soared right through the atmosphere and just landed so delicately into those lyrics. It just, that song, I don't know. It's, it's quite a masterpiece as well. Like when you think about how much happens in that song before we ever get to the lyrics it's like a yes song it feels like party and peeps next 
followed by a very nice booth love. Miami Virtue getting into it slightly before five minutes, maniacally and aggressively trudging along, calming itself down for a minute before picking itself back up, working itself all into a tizzy, feeling the sigh of relief, and crawling into Rocktopus that would round out the evening in Kansas City. Encore, one tune, a cover of Can't You Hear Me Knocking by The Rolling Stones, played a total of 33 times, last taken for a spin May 10th, 2019, at Charlotte Shout Festival at Romare Beardson Park in Charlotte, North Carolina. G-Love would play on harmonica and Mike Quinn on saxophone uh, the last time they would play that one. Do you create really rad fan art? Is your band wanting to get into the ears of umfreaks? Maybe your small business provides an awesome service and you'd like some like-minded clients to work with. Are you looking to hire some music-loving folks for your team? Perhaps you've had an idea for an umfreaks-themed podcast or something else that you just know this community would love, but you weren't sure where to start. Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company wants to help. With space available for your Umphreys-related show idea, social media promotion of your band, ad spots across the network, and so much more, Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company can help you be seen, heard, and reach tons of fellow Umphreaks, musicians, and other kind folks. Want to know more or have questions? Shoot an email to sarah at datcmediacompany.com. All right, moving along, next up, November 12th at the pageant in St. Louis, Missouri. The band has played at this venue 20 times, including this most recent two-night stint. Notable runs at this show, Halloween 2010, New Year's 2011, and the two nights before Halloween in 2016. Getting things started with the walkout tune, There's No Crying in Mexico, shifting into Spires, beginning to forge its own path about five minutes, rounding the corner about five minutes later, and opening to a more sunny disposition, following all apart and down to earth, piecing itself together, reincarnating as Make It Right. Always love when that one pops up. Blue Echo next, and Joel taking us to the stratosphere during the depths of that jam. The Crooked One being kind of sneaky as it makes its way out, creeping into something a little more sexy as it heads out about six and a half-ish. Embracing more griminess as it continues, Stasic laying some seriously thick-as-fuck layers down before we head off on the rest of our scenic drive. Crucial taunt followed by Much Obliged, shredding off with some serious attitude about four minutes, and we would get some very nice treatment from Joel slowly, starting as we begin our strut into the jam, unfolding more and more as we continue to dance, 
really calming itself down before beautifully transforming into the evening's first set ending two by two. This would contain a jam starting about eight minutes-ish. It would actually start to build slightly before that, but really gets into its groove about the eight and a half mark that every time I've listened to it, I just close my eyes and get so lost in it. This one I also did put on my 2021 list simply because I love the hell out of this jam and definitely want to for sure come back to it. Set two for the evening would contain three pretty heavy hitters in the beginning to get things started. And these were some very fine versions of them. First up, Ringo tickling in what I thought sounded like a little don't stand so close to me by the police tease, I guess, about nine minutes-ish, really opening itself about 11 minutes, allowing for one more jaunt around the block, coming back into Ringo proper about three minutes later, keeping the train rolling, transforming into Phil's farm, This one would go on a nice little tranquil adventure before coming back into Phil's. And the final culprit of this trio, Whoppy Sprayberry, this Whoppy really gets into its depths about five minutes. And I like the way they handled these three tunes back to back back, I guess. I think they each had the amount of jam and improv for the placement. Like the aforementioned Phil's had a nice laid back vibe about its adventure, a perfect compliment to what that Ringo to start the set and what this Whoppy had to offer. So I really like the way that they put that together and, you know, really allowed it to, you know, ebb and flow very nicely, I thought. Cheap Sunglasses, originally by ZZ Top, next, covered 29 times, last played earlier in the year, August 6th, at Beach Mountain Resort in Beach Mountain, North Carolina, half delayed, next, followed by a very, very solid dump city, getting real heavy and dank as it heads out slightly before three and a half, continuing to consume all sorts of energy, frantically building together with authority and speed, producing this massive monster slamming back into Dump City, ending set two for the evening with a standalone puppet string, And an encore for the first night in St. Louis, two songs, Nopener, followed by schizophrenically changing directions and giving us all one more chance to get our dance on with the silent type. All right, so that brings us to the final show we're going to talk about this week. November 13th, night two at the pageant in St. Louis, This also happened to be Stasek's 45th birthday, and this set list would have Pony's fingerprints all over it. Opening with a cover of Ween's It's Gonna Be a Long Night, the third time they've taken this cover for a spin, 
February 17th, 2008 at the Fillmore in San Francisco would be when that tune debuted. And the other time it was played, January 29th, 2019 at Riverside Theater in Milwaukee. Stepping right into the next tune, Eat, Remind Me would follow, falling way down the rabbit hole about eight minutes-ish, aggressively crawling itself toward the sex metal portion of the tune. Double F next with a birthday bass jam intro, followed by Haji and Domino Theory, which I always have to give this one its props. Not my favorite tune. I've mentioned that many times, but they do allow this one to expand and stretch its legs proper, so I will appreciate it always for that reason. Go to Hell and August, that would feature a Human Nature by Michael Jackson bass intro, courtesy of the birthday boy, of course, and closing out this first set with a cover debut Cult of Personality by Living Color. And I got to shout out my brother from another mother, Eric Childress, who shared with me. uh, We were having dinner before the South Bend show, and he told us that he had submitted that at Humble and like on his ballot, and they didn't play it. And so he was so thrilled um, that they had played that. So I just want to shout that out because that's fucking awesome and hell yes Chris on vocals and just yes so a very nice cover and a very solid way to end the first set and I don't know what social media uh outlet it was perhaps it was Twitter I think it was Twitter um Living Color actually uh shared somebody had a video of it and they had shared it And, you know, complimented the guys on that. So that's pretty rad as well. So, yeah. Second set would open up with It Doesn't Matter, which I've mentioned a few times here on the show, how much maturity this song has seen since its debut on January 11th, 2018. Only just about four years old that tune is. So there's still so much growth um, to happen with that. And there's still so many killer versions that we're going to get. So that's pretty exciting. This version would really find its groove a little later into its story, about 11 minutes-ish, dripping with griminess as it mechanically builds itself out of It Doesn't Matter, fading off into the fog dramatically and confidently sailing out next as Ocean Billy. This almost 20-minute version found a seat on my 2021 list, venturing off on its own about six minutes, taking a few seconds to collect its thoughts and plan its next course of action, erupting into just straight-up rock and roll about four minutes, very matter-of-factly, building itself back into Billy proper. Interestingly, the real meat of this Billy would reveal itself later on, not until about 15 minutes. That is one that I will definitely come back to for sure, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned that is on my Hall of Fame list. Uncommon, Hangover, The Triple Wide, and a standalone 1348 to close out the second set of Stasic's birthday celebration. Encore, another cover debut, which 
I mean, what other special occasion besides like New Year's are you going to get two in one night? So that's pretty cool. Um, Feel Like Making Love by Bad Company, which is such a great tune for them to cover. They did such a great job with that too. And wrapping up the whole evening with glory. So that's everything for this week of the show. There's a bunch of links in the show notes, including where you can listen to the shows we chatted about and anything else that I may have mentioned throughout the episode. Also in the show notes, you'll find the DATC pod vault stuffed with a ton of past episodes for you to binge on and where you can get your subscription to Crooked Conversations and snag the winter edition. There's going to be a limited number of print copies. So if you want one, make sure you grab one. Shop the DATC store and so much more. So make sure you check all of that out. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Mad love.